Welcome to Stardust Stereo. I'm Parker McFinney and I'm your host. Today is the 6th of November, year 2022, and we have a total lunar eclipse occurring on the 8th of November. Yeehaw! This eclipse will begin on November 8th, two minutes after midnight. It will take three hours to reach totality, just after 3 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. That's 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you live elsewhere, you will have to do the math. It's going to be quite the show if you have clear skies. This eclipse occurs at 16 degrees of Taurus. And what makes it super charged is the moon is exactly conjunct the planet Uranus. When the moon and Uranus are tied together in an eclipse, that means all bets are off. I'll do my best to give you some clues about what I foresee this eclipse shedding light on, but not initially because a total lunar eclipse, of course, is a full moon with sunglasses on, and they're probably designer sunglasses too. Taurus is all about beauty, fashion, looking good. So as the moon is covered by the shadow of the earth, you still want to look good. Let's talk a little bit about Taurus. Taurus is a fertile sign. It is an earth sign. It's also what we call a fixed sign. It's in the modality of fixed zodiac placements. And that means decisions that are made will be set in cement. And eclipses often stir the pot and have us act on things that we have contemplated for quite some time. But another event can occur in which we are extremely impulsive. And eclipses are not the time to be impulsive. This particular eclipse, this total lunar eclipse, is an excellent time to pay attention to your intuition because the moon conjunct Uranus will make it super sharp. So ideas or new projects or new pathways that you wish to walk on or dance on will probably be spot on if they come from a place of your intuitive knowledge and a choice that is made after contemplation. So during the eclipse, we can utilize this time to meditate on what we really need because the moon represents your innermost needs. And since it's in the sign of Taurus, what is going to be on the mind of most people but not obvious, is going to be security. Security and comfort. And I say not obvious because often with eclipses, 
we have subconscious energy going on. So you may not even be aware of how important security is to you or how you feel that that security is being threatened by events that might transpire this week. Since eclipses also hold rulership over mundane events, heads of state, changing of the guards all over the world can very often bring earth movement, especially when a lunar eclipse is in a earth sign conjunct the earthquake planet Uranus. You've heard it here before. Be earthquake ready if you live in an earthquake zone. But I would say that even places that are not traditionally known to have the moving, shaking vibration just might have a little earthquake going on. Earthquakes are symbolic as well as literal with this total lunar eclipse. And this lunar eclipse is, of course, a full moon. And full moons make us aware of our position, aware of energies that we previously might have chosen to ignore. I am labeling this total lunar eclipse as the breakup, shatter, it's broke eclipse. So relationships or situations that have reached their expiration date will be thrown out. We're seeing that with Elon Musk and Twitter. And the only thing that I really wish to say about that is I'm not surprised he's having to do cutbacks, but I also do believe that he is going to rearrange that company and create something that nobody even expected, and it won't necessarily be bad. I am amazed at how the headlines in the news completely are throwing daggers at him. And then what I see in comments from people on various social media is a total lack of understanding of how you run a company and make a profit. And this guy knows how to make a profit because I live in Los Angeles and every other car is a Tesla. So I have faith that he may do something totally exciting with Twitter, but nobody's giving him a chance yet. I question, why is that? Why is the media so down on this man's acquiring this social media, instantaneously deciding that he is the evildoer because he might let that man back on it, please. We're still focused on somebody from the past that does not have anything to do in truth with what's happening right now today in America. What's happening right now today in America is we're about to go into midterm elections on this total lunar eclipse day. And so this indicates that there will be a shattering 
of expectations and I have no idea which direction it's going to go in. I tend to believe there's going to be shocks on both sides of the Democrats and the Republicans, but we'll just have to wait and see. Maybe Texas is going to turn blue and California is going to turn red. Who knows? We'll find out. But I will say, look behind the curtain. Who is the real people of power in our government? It's the lobbyists. They're addicted to money. And big tech has a lot of money. But I ask you, even though these billionaires that own social media, who is social media? Me and you were social media. If there was a boycott of social media, what do you think would happen to their advertising? Whether you love them or hate them or agree with their policies or don't agree, the power is actually within your own being. So let your thinking be your own. Do your own research. Don't rely on the popular media to tell you what to think. Don't be a parrot. Be a researcher. One thing we clearly can see from this chart is that with the moon conjunct Uranus, the moon rules the public, Uranus rules the collective. It also deals with friendship. It deals with organizations. Uranus rules Congress in America, and it rules gathering bodies. And so the moon conjuncted and being eclipsed tells me that behind the scenes, women need to organize, regardless of what happens on Tuesday. If you're upset with the changes that have happened in America, you are going to have to get off the couch and get active. And I believe that we will see in the next 18 months women organizing phenomenally behind the scenes. We might see some shocking behavior of high-profiled women in the performing arts, singers, people who use their beauty as a form of expression. We're dealing with the polarity of Taurus and Scorpio, and Taurus is about worth, self-worth, and values, and Scorpio is about resources, digging deep to discover more, and it's also about sexuality. So we're going to see some of the changing values around women's bodies, sexuality, the right to choose, areas like that. Now, Saturn is square this opposition. And that shows the conservatism that's coming in, trying to control. But it's not limited to women's bodies. There has been a, a vast umbrella of trying to control in health areas. The mandates were a form of control. So in a way, with this eclipse, we have a funhouse mirror thing happening. You walk in, you try to see your reflection, and you get all these crazy different shapes. That's slightly how I see America's understanding of itself right now. It's really 
convoluted and twerked and outrageous, not clear at all. In other words, the average person, the moon representing the public, the average person in our country, or we could say in the world, because this eclipse happens everywhere, in countries all over the world, the common people, the everyday people, they don't have a clear reflection of what their worth is, what their place is as a populace, how they are heard. And this is not limited to the United States. This is all over the world, a bit of a crisis in value and worth, and it's tied to the material. It's also tied to the fact that some countries have enormous power over what happens in other countries. So how do we deal with this energy? Because, you know, I just want to get on in my life and be able to have a nice meal a couple times a day and share love. So how can we utilize this total lunar eclipse to add to the world some sense of love and beauty and community. The first thing that I would suggest is you have an honest conversation with yourself in what you value and what you are seeking in this life. And then add to that, what are you offering? What are you offering to the world? to your intimate circle of people that you love? How are you contributing to your community? Wherever the lunar eclipse falls in your chart, you will see what you need and what you can offer. A full moon lunar eclipse is always about being on a seesaw of give and take. It's just that during a total lunar eclipse, the subconscious has tremendous power and we aren't completely dealing with all the facts. First and foremost fact that you need to get clear on is what do you want? What do you wish to happen in your life? So let's go through the wheel and talk a little bit about the houses where the eclipse may fall and how you can utilize it. If you know your birth time, then you can have a chart cast online. There's so many places. You can just punch in free birth chart and find out where this 16 degrees of Taurus falls in your chart. Let's start with Taurus. Let's assume you have a Taurus rising that's also called the Ascendant, or you were born under the sun sign of Taurus. There's a technique of just putting your sun sign degree on that nine o'clock dial, the first house, and utilizing that if you don't know what time you're born. Taurus is about comfort. It's about security. It's about planting beautiful flowers. That's a metaphor. And also that I mean literally. And when a lunar eclipse falls in your first house, it means 
your self-image and how you view the world is changing. Since the moon is conjunct Uranus, and it's also squared Saturn, there's a little bit of a battle going on between jumping into the new life and letting go of the old or hanging on to some of the old, which represents security. That's what you're seeking. Now, what you're offering, we would look to the opposite house, which is the seventh house. Scorpio Sun is there with Mercury and Venus and the South Node. And this is about resourcefulness. So what resources, what loyalty, what passions are you offering to other? Seventh house always represents the other. Business, romantic, professional people that you work with. So this eclipse is asking you to balance what you need to have a more secure, oriented vision and what you're offering for somebody else so that there's give and take. It's never just about the getting. It's also about the giving. And often we find in life, the more we give, the more we get. It's a proven fact in my life. If I'm having difficulty with somebody, and I don't always do this, of course, but if I'm more loving, it equals out to eventually they may be able to hear my perspective than if I'm not more loving. Try it sometime. If somebody's really giving you a hard time, you know, that teller on the other end of the phone or the checkout clerk just can't quite hear you, instead of getting mad, get really sweet. Of course, without being condescending. Gemini, rising sign or sun sign, this total lunar eclipse would fall in your 12th house. The sun would be in your sixth house. Twelfth house deals with the house of retreat, the house of healing, the cave. This is a time to be sure to carve out enough alone time for yourself so that you can find your creativity. Or if you're married with a house full of kids, carve out enough retreat time for you and your loved ones so that you can maintain a beautiful level of intimacy and friendship. The sun falls in the sixth house of work. So it's totally about balancing time down, time working. I will repeat once again, the moon conjunct Uranus is an excellent indicator of developing your psychic ability. Spend some time with your dreams, your intuitive and relaxing and enjoying solitude. But don't neglect what needs to happen in the sixth house of work and health of the level of resourcefulness that needs to go out. Cancer, this total lunar eclipse falls in your 11th house of friendships, long-term hopes and dreams organizations with the moon conjunct Uranus in that 11th house, it's time to meet some new friends. It is 
definitely an area in which you can begin to implement your bright ideas within group settings of how to help an organization become more cohesive, more aligned with the growth desires, how to become more loving in the opposite house, the fifth house, the sun will fall. So even though you are giving out to others ways that you can be a better friend, a better organizer, be sure within the fifth house of where the sun is not to ignore your own heart. The sun represents the heart. So be true with all that you say, as long as it aligns with what you feel you are capable of doing and suggesting. As an example, I would say, don't overpromise pie in the sky unless you know you have all the ingredients to create that pie. Leo, rising or sun sign, this eclipse will fall in your 10th house. That's a parental house. It represents the father. It represents the boss. If you are the boss of your own company, this is super important. The moon and Uranus in the 10th house indicates you have your pulse on what the public wants if you're self-employed and a creator. Or if you're a marketer, you know the vibe that's going on out there. Use it to your advantage. A parent may have economic situations that need paid attention to. So the moon and Uranus falls in the 10th. The sun will fall in the 4th. And all your gusto to become well-known at work, don't forget the family. Don't forget the man at home. Sun in the fourth also indicates that you will shine at home. This lunar eclipse at the top of your chart indicates you are prime to make some really big changes in your career. And you've worked hard to get there. And there may still be a few more leaps and bounds that you have to procure in order to get to the position you want, but you are headed for a change in the career direction and for recognition. Sun or rising sign in Virgo, this total lunar eclipse falls in your ninth house, the house of PR, religion, travel, other cultures, big beliefs, the moon and Uranus in that ninth house means there's markets you haven't tapped into. And within your own specific faith, bring up the soil, the music, the beauty, and the love within your belief system. Act on it in your daily life. If you're in school, Ninth house deals with higher education, or if you work in a school, you may see structures within that school start to change. If you're a student, 
you may decide to change your major. I'd wait until at least three or four days after the eclipse if I made a major decision of that level. The sun in the third house indicates pay attention to the thoughts that are attributed to your belief system. In other words, what do you tell yourself on an everyday basis? This can then become our belief system. If you have a bad habit of putting yourself down, stop. Every time you find yourself saying, oh, I can't do that. Use the Matthew McConaughey. I love how he says that you can remember how to say that. Just say, what would Madonna say? Rhymes with, what would Madonna say? <laughs> anyway, he says, and he's really funny. He says, no, you don't say I can't do that. You say, I'm having difficulty right now. So just acknowledge in your minds, oh, I started to say something negative to myself. I'm going to stop. No, I can't do that. Nope. Replace that with, I haven't figured out yet. I haven't solved the problem yet. You will get there. This total lunar eclipse is about you paying attention to the belief system you have and the thoughts that create that belief system. Because nothing starts in your life at all without a thought first. It also deals with an area of foreign travel and other cultures. So this is an excellent time for you to really open that brain wide and take in other perspectives. Libra. If you are a sun sign Libra or rising sign Libra, this total lunar eclipse falls in your eighth house. That's the house of money sex, death, taxes, and other people's values. So it's important that you pay attention to your taxes. It's also important that you do a little bit of research utilizing that sun in Scorpio and seeing what grants are out there that could be a big old dollar sign in your bank account to help you Go further with an area connected to your work and employment. How can you make yourself more resourceful to others? What is it that you need to get to feel the ability to be able to give more? Again, I just want to reiterate, we're balancing what do I need to get to give more? We want to keep that seesaw balanced. It's not about being all on one side. And I just want to throw in right now that that's also true in American politics with the right and the left. I'm really big on we've got to learn how to balance this ping pong. Actually, I, I really think we need to get rid of the ping pong game. And we need to get three and four parties. That's my true desire, is that we have a strong Green Party, a strong Libertarian Party, and less power with the Democrats and the Republicans. Back to you. If you have Scorpio rising or sun sign, this 
total lunar eclipse falls in your seventh house of other. Pay attention to the level of friendship that is in your partnership. Pay attention to the type of people that you attract and draw into your life. Scorpio is often a magnetic energy force for bringing into the life. With the moon and Uranus in that seventh house, you are going to be a super magnet for unusual, artistic, and kind people. They may be a little strange, but it won't be boring, okay? How you can also utilize this particular moon, Uranus, square Saturn aspect is that you pay specific energy and how you can have fun with people that are part of your everyday existence in life. Those people that are romantic or business partnerships or people that you need to hire as a professional. How can we make this more joyful and loving? You know, Uranus with the moon electrifies. And so this is a time in which being open to abstract ideas and people and art and how to receive that, how to receive other that's original and one of a kind is not necessarily a comfort fit at first because it's so different. But trust, again, it's about trusting your intuition. Don't be afraid to invite people in your life that fit a different modality from the past patterning that you have had, especially in relationships. Sagittarius, sun or rising sign in Sag throws this total lunar eclipse in your sixth house. So you need to pay attention to your health. You might need to make some changes in your diet. You certainly need to look at how demanding the workforce is and how much balance time you are giving your physical body off after a demanding schedule. It indicates also that fluctuations may be appearing in the health that you've not dealt with in the past. The moon with Uranus represents unsettling dietary needs. It can also represent problems with the ankles. Uranus rules ankles. Moon deals with water and retention. So pay attention to your diet and what it might need. Make sure you're getting enough food. I know it's expensive. And don't binge on chocolate. Capricorn. Sun and rising. This total lunar eclipse falls in your fifth house of a romance. Fun. Exciting new lover. Moon with Uranus in the fifth house is definitely about playing a new game, singing a new tune, 
since the fifth house deals with how we have fun and Taurus energy generally rules music and dance, this is a perfect time for you to explore any of the creative arts that are wacky, improv, stand-up comedy, singing in the shower, writing your own songs, your own poetry, playing with your nephews and nieces, learning how to be a kid again, reconnecting with old friends. Well, or they can be new friends, connecting with new friends. Moon and Uranus, making new friends. That is true of every zodiac sign. This is the time to reach out and make new friends. The sun will fall in the opposite house. Sun in 11th, moon and Uranus in the 5th. Sun says, I'm a leader in the groups. Yeah, but are you having fun? So balance the ego to be able to hear both genders, sun being male, moon being female. Allow yourself to actually play the role of maybe being a little bit more passive. If you're normally yang in group areas, try out being a little bit more passive and letting somebody else have the voice and see what it feels like to sit back and just listen. Aquarius, sun or rising sign in Aquarius, the total lunar eclipse will fall in your fourth and tenth house. The moon, Uranus in the fourth. This is a classic indicator that you need to pay attention to mom, the home, the seat of the soul. Moon and Uranus in that fourth house means a changing home. Moving into a new home is a possibility. We are actually going to see with this total lunar eclipse much more commune living, much more collective living ideas. People will, in the next months, be forced to having a living arrangement that is very unusual than they've had in the past. And this will be certainly true in worn, torn countries. The moon in Taurus with Uranus in Taurus indicates shared living expenses. It can also mean shipping in and everybody buying property or land. If you've had a long time dream of owning land to create organic farming, man, I say go for it. Fourth house represents your mother, but it's also how are you a mother? Are you a mother that's also a friend? Are you being friendly too? your parent are being friendly and understanding enough. As our parents get older, we do reverse roles and we become the parent. With a total lunar eclipse falling in your fourth house, pay a special attention to your relationship with your mother, the physical home, space, and how everybody is able to stay on a level of equanimity. Pisces, if your son our rising sign is in Pisces. This total lunar eclipse falls in your third and ninth house. Sun in the ninth house, moon and Uranus in the third house. That's the house of brothers and sisters, short journeys, 
transportation, your mental thoughts, pay attention to the car. Help make your neighborhood beautiful. Get involved in local government if that's your predisposition. Not everybody's great at meetings, and that's what government's always about. Lots of meetings. Third house does deal with the lower educations. It can deal with taking short seminars. So pull out your community college catalog and see what interests you that you've always wanted to explore. If it happens to do with ways in which you can create more security for yourself, that's even better because the moon and Uranus conjunct Taurus is all about unusual, unexpected ways in which my security is needed to be shored up. All that you learn will add to your belief system. Balance what you thought you knew to what you now discover new. Aries, sun or rising sign. This puts the total lunar eclipse in your second house. The second house being the house of self-worth and this eclipse being an eclipse that is about self-worth. With the moon and Uranus falling in your second house with the sun in your eighth, this eclipse says to you, what is my worth? What ways can I add to my self-worth and my values that have not been explored up until now? Maybe you have met somebody new and they have a completely different value system than you. Don't just throw it out the window. Explore a little bit about their value system and see if there's any way you identify with some component of their principles that you hadn't taken into consideration. This is, again, the same point I'm trying to make with the split with America's Republican-Democrat breakdown. There are no two parties that are perfect. And there are good things about the Democrats, and there are bad things about them. And the same thing holds true of the Republicans. And until we are able to lock fingers and find the redeeming factors in both parties within each other, we will continue to have a divided country, and a divided country will fall. We will fall. So if you have an Aries rising, I say explore new ways of employment as well. Not just the value system, new ways of how you can add to your self-worth by what you actually physically do with your time on the earth. And it may contribute to your income. But for some people, work is not about money. For some people, work is about having a sense of purpose and value and adding to the world. So as an Aries rising with this lunar eclipse, conjunct Uranus, it's about how can, as a group of people, can we make a difference? Can I create an organization that deals with things that I value? If you value art, creating an organization or a foundation that supports artistic expression and gives the grants that the Scorpio people are looking for. 
See, it all works in balance. When we give and help create, there are those that will take and become stronger, and they then in turn will give back. And yes, of course, it's not perfect because there's always very selfish people out there in the world that just take, 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 take. But we're coming from the premise that it's our human nature to grow as individuals. And these eclipses are big spotlights showing us the area that we need to pay attention to. And I've just pointed out going through the wheel, the area that you should pay extra attention to. And of course, without your exact birth chart in front of me, there's no way I can do a reading for every single person on the planet. So we have to generalize. There's a few more points that I want to make. This podcast is really long. And at this moment, I want to mention my Rumble site, Rumble, R-U-M-B-L-E. I have joined Rumble. They are the alternative to YouTube. I have joined them for various reasons, but mainly because they do not censor. And I am a key advocate of free speech. This is why I actually support Elon buying Twitter. I'm on Rumble, Creative Octopus, Parker McPee, punch in Creative Octopus. It'll pop up, Parker McPee. Please subscribe. I need 20 subscribers to get my own URL. They have their rules. You know, corporations and rules, they're all the same. Let's talk a little bit about how air travel is going to change, how our fleet of airplanes will need repair, how undervalued stock has a chance of taking off. I also see during this eclipse abstract art. I think the future we're going to see a lot more of the cultural artistic world of abstract come alive. Energy will play an enormous important role in the next eight months, but the next year and a half is going to be quite changing in the stock market. A lot of ups and downs. It's going to fluctuate with a big focus on tech and energy stock. I did a little research. Actually, I did a lot of research. And in 2003, there was a total lunar eclipse on November 9th at the same degree. And what happened in 2003? There was a special election. Actually, I think it's called off-year election. And Galvin Newsom won an open seat to succeed the term limit of Mayor Willie Brown. How interesting. So we know that the last total lunar eclipse in Taurus had a huge shift for him. I wonder if there's another shift coming for him. The Republicans gained three governors. The Democrats only gained one governor. The stock market really was up and down and then went flat in 2004. I firmly believe that we are in a recession. We've been in a recession. I've said this before, long before now, that we were in a recession. The people with the boots on the ground know this. The people in office are playing word games. Pay attention to what your life is, not what the mouthpieces say. We're probably going to see mudslides. I know more rain 
is coming for Los Angeles. We need the rain, but then when you get a lot of rain all at once, then you have mudslides. This lunar eclipse is in an Earth sign. Prepare accordingly. So many countries that I looked at had the second, eighth house activated or the 10th, 4th house activated. We are going to see across the board heads of state change. These are the countries that are very much influenced. Afghanistan, Australia, Canada, China, big time. Cuba, France, Iran, Iraq, Israel. Oh my, here we have it. Just don't want to let go of the power. Got to come back to office. It's amazing. It is time for a turnover. It is time for younger people to take the realm. And in order for that to happen, the people who are way old and way thirsty for being in power need to give it up. You know, the shattering that I see with this lunar has already happened. I think of that horrid event that happened to Nancy Pelosi's husband the shattering of a glass door, that to me is a metaphor of what is about to manifest on every level you can think about. Concepts that were held to be solid will be shattered. Wealth that was thought that was forever will be less. The earth is going to move. The very essence of what is security to you will be tested. So this is an important time that you have security based not on anything outside yourself. Your internal grounding is imperative. So Israel is affected, Japan, North Korea, Palestine, Russia, England, and the Vatican. In those charts the eclipse was spot on to a particular planet and it showed a rattling of the cages of what has been and what is to come. I want to give you a word to meditate on. Pertinacity. P-E-R-T-I-N-A-C-I-T-Y. Pertinacity. Meditate on it. That's what this eclipse is about. Where are you stuck? Wherever you're stuck in a perspective, break yourself free. This is Parker McFinney. This is Stardust Stereo. I'd like to thank you for listening. And you listened for a very long time. This is the longest podcast I have ever done. And it's a very important one. I would like to also thank my patrons. You know who you are. If you'd like to become a patron, you can do so at patreon.com slash parkermcp. And I want to remind you, you are made of stardust, so go shine.